Now, we're in the middle of allergy season, hopefully seeing the end of allergy season in sight. I don't know whether you uh, get prescription medications of the non-sedating antihistamine type, but if you do, you probably realize there's a problem. Uh, A lot of people pushed for Claritin to go over the counter, which is now known as Clarinex. Uh, But the second it did so, a lot of health plans decided they weren't going to pay for Zyrtec or Allegra or other non-sedating antihistamines because you can now get one over the counter much more cheaply. Well, the problem is they're not identical. Allegra is not identical to Claritin. Zyrtec is not identical to either of the other two. Personally, I think Allegra works a lot better than Claritin does. I've used them both. I've prescribed for both of them. But as on so many other occasions, money's gotten deeply embedded with the whole issue of healthcare and who's going to pay for it. And um, if you've been used to getting your Allegra or Zyrtec, you're now being told, hey, just go buy some Clarinex over the counter. We're not going to pay for this. It's a scandal. It really is. And we're going to talk about it uh, on another day. All right. One brief item. We'd like to quote Nicholas Kristof of the New York Times, who said that for a possible look at the future of abortion, consider Portugal. Abortion is illegal in the largely Catholic country, which was fine with the public there since thousands of women either had them performed anyway or crossed the border to get abortions in Spain. But then Portuguese prosecutors tried to enforce laws. Seven women were tried for having abortions, along with ten accomplices, which included their husbands, their parents, and in one case a taxi driver who'd taken a woman to the clinic. To find out who was getting abortions, police staked out the clinic. They investigated women who looked weak on the way out, then seized their gynecologic records as evidence. One newspaper branded the trial a medieval process, and the public was repulsed. In a rejection of the tactics, the women were all acquitted. Polls show now that support for abortion rights has soared to 79% in Portugal. This backlash should serve as a sobering lesson to President Bush and other conservatives who are now chipping away at Roe v. Wade. Like the Portuguese, most Americans are both anti-abortion as a procedure and yet pro-choice when it needs to be done. I think that kind of summarizes my viewpoint. I think abortion is a lousy method of birth control. But yet... When it is needed, I remain firmly pro-choice. After all, accidents do happen. And as we talked about on this program, there is the burning issue of medical necessity. It is sometimes, no matter what you've heard to the contrary, something that that is medically necessary. Joining us now, Senator Joseph Lieberman. Well, glad to be back, Doug. Glad for some airtime now that the Democratic campaign has in my opinion, strayed. How do you mean strayed? Well, well, think about it. Bush and Cheney testified before the 9-11 Commission. They did it as a team, Doug. Yeah, but some some have said like Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Well, well, I I would say Paul Winchell and Knucklehead, but yes, the point is a team. You know, I did notice, Senator, that the White House said that Bush was actually going to field most of the questions. Well, uh, yeah, right. It reminds me of that joke from John Dean on your program. Many are concerned that if something happens to Cheney, Bush would become president. I still can't believe we lost to these guys. Yeah, I, I understand. Unbelievable. Yeah. Bush and Cheney are a team while Kerry flies solo. Wouldn't it be nice if people knew who his VP was? Well, it could be. See, voters, they could think in duos. Kerry, he's double-teamed. Yeah. And a vice president, Doug, is very important. Of 42 men to have been president, 
nine stepped up from the vice presidency. That That's 21%. I, you've, you've certainly done your homework, Senator. 21% is not bad odds if, God forbid, something happens to the president. And, of course, I can help balance the ticket geographically. I think that's clear. Now, how could you do that, Senator? You're from Connecticut, and John Kerry's from neighboring Massachusetts. Well, you're forgetting, Doug. Hadassah and I, my beautiful wife, Hadassah, and I have a condo down in Maui. I go way back when it comes to the islands. Is that so? Yes, it is so. I'm sure they consider me a kind of adopted son by now. Uh, in the islands? I am a longboard veteran from the old days at Waikiki. When it comes to shooting a curl, I'm no ho-dad, Doug. And, may I add, I once held the record for fastest ride down Haleakala on a Schwinn. That's not easy to do, Doug. Believe so, me. So you're telling us that you're an old Hawaii hand? The epitome of the big kahuna, yes. Well, who knew? I, I remember Ponce Ponce from the Hawaiian Eye TV show, Doug? Yeah. Well, we were neighbors. And may I add, I know Tanes and Wahinis from Kauai to Molokai, and John Edwards is just a howley to them. A howley, Doug. A howley. What, what's a howley? A, a, a mainlander. Oh, he won't man. sell, right. Doug. I bet you John doesn't even know how to husk a coconut. Why don't you ask him sometime? Well, if we get the chance, I'm sure we will. He's the type who won't eat, boy. I know these guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, those guys really spoil the luau, Doug. Now, now take me. I, I can't have pork, but I after guess not. But after some taro chip appetizers and fried banana, I say aloha to the mahi-mahi. Absolutely delicious. You see, once people think of me as Beachcomber Joe, this geographic balance thing will leap out at the party bosses. Also, no one's going to make knucklehead jokes about John Kerry and I. Well, Beachcomber, do you think you can lighten up John Kerry somewhere along the way? Well, I'm not saying it will be easy, but I am asking my friends Jackie Mason and Shaky Green to be ready should we need to bump up the humor in this campaign. You know, I can be a real Georgie Jessel, Doug. Well, that, that's good to know. Well, I'd love to keep chatting, but I really must leave you now, so uh, I have to say my goodbyes. But... Well, Senator, thanks as always for your insider's perspective on Campaign 2004. You're welcome, Doug. And if, God willing, John Kerry will just get me on board, as it were, to hang 20, then Don Ho has graciously agreed to write a stirring surf anthem to take us to the White House. I'm very excited about that. I, I don't suppose Wipeout would uh, would work for your surf anthem. Well, I, I think not, but uh, I am glad you mentioned that title. The flip side of that tune would be perfect. Surfer Joe? Well, Senator Joseph Lieberman, thanks again, and good luck with your quest to uh, get on the ticket. Mahalo, Doug. Down in Doheny, where the surfers are. Freeways, man, is he hard to catch? That's it for today's program. Our thanks once again to Michael Rupert for his always fascinating look at what is going on in the world of politics. This has been Radio Parallax. I'm your host, Douglas Everett. We have to confess this was a pre recorded program because right now I'm out of the country. I'll be back next week with. Um, what I hope to be some interesting tales about, uh, well, tune in next Thursday and find out about what. Stay tuned for Todd Urich and Hometown Atrocities to follow. And uh, let's use our, let's for our bumper music, uh, Bridging the Gap to Todd. Uh, let, let's try it out, Todd Todd here. He always has the most eclectic selections. Uh, let's do something in tune with our own pal, uh, Joe Lieberman, the Big Kahuna, and let's play the Hawaiian War Chant.